since you're on Instagram, did you see the thing where it was, uh, it's like a trend and people are mixing balsamic vinegar and like soda water or Sprite. They're mixing that and they're saying it tastes like Coke. I mean, it doesn't sound that far off. Balsamic is basically like a syrup. Would you try that? I would try it. Sure. Would you do it right now? Have you ever tried balsamic syrup on like an olive oil ice cream? Because that's baller. I've never had olive oil ice cream. Wait, olive oil ice cream? Yeah, olive oil gelato. Learn this from William Sonoma. I saw the cooking class and it was like all about, I think it was like olive oil was a theme and we made like an olive oil gelato and then they did like a um, balsamic, like strawberries and oh my God. Like the creaminess and then like the salty and the sweet was so good. Oh my I'll have to god! Our faces. Yeah. I know we need to take <laughs> another class. That's yeah. so artsy. Are we having fun? Hell yeah! I'm Steph and I'm Kayla and we're two best friends coping with life the only way we know how: one adventure and a cocktail at a time. Today I'm drinking June Shine Hard Kombucha. So these I've okay. I drank these a couple years ago and um they only had I want to say like two flavors at that point, but now they came out with a new one and it's called Mango Daydream. So it's mango, pineapple, chili, and green tea flavors. Ooh. And let me taste test. Hold on. Yeah, taste it for me. Solid nine out of ten. Sour, but yes. free. I'm drinking sour too. I'm doing a good old line and Kugel summer shandy because um, I keep going back and forth past the brewery. Um, I actually ended up with this one because I was doing the sports show down there. Um, so they were, I don't Wait, down where, where's the brewery? Oh, it's in um, actually Chippewa Falls. Uh, I love saying that Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Um, I got a mansion up in Wisconsin. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, a little too pain for you. Um, (laughs) So they gave me this beer on my way out from work. So (laughs) finally, they just handed it to you. Yeah. It was working for us. Here's a complimentary (laughs) road soda. (laughs) Exactly. Um, they do it different down there. Um, I have to say down there because Wisconsin yeah, is south of me. To me, I'm like, that's north as yeah. fuck. What do you <laughs> down there, wow. I really changed. So I was at the store getting um, those for me and beer for Mark and Lion Kugel came out with like a hazy IPA, I think, Ooh. which is like weird because most of their drinks I feel like are like 3%. Like that Shandy is like 3% or something like that, right? It is? I thought it was really low. Blah, blah, blah. How come it doesn't say like really easy? 4.2. Eh, oh, okay. It'll still get me drunk. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of I'm grapefruit, a, Hoffer, Hoffer, whatever. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a lightweight. So today our guest is named Brianna King, and she is a coach and strategist who helps business owners and busy moms build resilience and manage expectations through life and business systems. So I don't know if that means anything to you, but we will break it down. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Brianna. And I am just so excited because we had a coach and a consultant, um, a duo a couple of weeks ago, and it totally just opened our eyes to like things that, that we want to bring to the audience And I'm so excited to have you on the show, kind of breaking it down further, because there was so much we talked about that we couldn't talk about it all. Mm, So now we're, we're using you to dive into more of it, deep dive into some of these things we talked about. Um, But I love that your approach and your mission is to um, build resilience and manage expectations, because I feel like a lot of our episodes, um, one, I didn't know we had such like a a new mom, um, like support system on our podcast, which is really cool. Um, but I think this could be very useful to those new or existing listeners. And also, um, I want to read a little bit from your website because, um, some things about Brianna, I mean, okay. So guys, I tell you, we're working on getting some strangers, but I did know Brianna from work settings in New York. Um, So we already had a lot in common. Okay, so background story. We both worked at Williams-Sonoma and I worked under her. She was my my wingman. I mean, my guiding, I don't know what to call it. My 
I don't know. Whatever. I don't it was know. a lot of fun. Mentor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. know. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing half the time. I was just there so. looking at coffee machines while I was working, basically. And she would tell me and stay on track. Classic Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> I had my priorities. She and, had such uh, like energy though. Like I had I'd be like, energy. okay, I'm closing with Kayla. We're gonna have a great night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was just there for a good time. Okay. Um <laughs> So, so here's the thing about Brianna though. She wants to live in a world where there are more resilient introverts, which is funny that you'd say I'm like the energy because I probably was just like way like too extroverted energy, just like a presence in the building, (laughs) have plenty of quiet time, which is very important. And people think about food as much as I do. Okay. William Sonoma. (laughs) Hello. Number one thing I remember is Brianna would make sure that there were just like the best aromas in the store at all times. I mean, that's kind of the job. Like I, you know, I've worked at, I've worked at multiple William Sonomas in my time and I, I, I could potentially go back. I I just keep going back. It's always open. It's always open. It comes back around your career sometimes. Um, Because I remember uh, I think I applied to like a William Sonoma or a pottery barn when I lived in California and I'm moving back. So you know, oh, here I come, here I come again. <laughs> um, but, but the aromas, I mean, like obviously working in that setting, we bond over just like the yeah. best cooking. I would leave with a cookbook every shift. Oh, yeah. Um, so she is perfect for the show because every week we joke about how this is now a food podcast yeah. and, we are. We are going to. <laughs> Stephanie's going to be cooking up some meals for us. So we're playing I just, stuff. I just made another one. You'll see it posted. All right. Yes. Okay. I love so, it. I've been in the kitchen all day. <laughs> so we love that. We love that. And um, when she's not in her uh, deep into her coaching sessions, you can find her making some delicious and savoring the shit out of it. I love that. (laughs) I can say that on my own podcast, usually while hanging out with her dog. And um, she feels like a walking contradiction. Don't we all? She's a New Yorker (laughs) through and through. She has no time for bullshit. Boom. Get your work done. Okay. (laughs) But she's also very sensitive and feels things very deeply and I love that because um it's like I'm living in the midwest now and it's a very different vibe Mm -hmm. and I try to explain that like there's nothing like a New Yorker because it's so true you think you would think that they're like the mean like Mm -hmm. let's go but like it's really that they're just like they know what they want to do they get it done (laughs) and they're honest about things they're not going to be passive aggressive yeah they're just going to tell you how it is um so luckily she's found a team of people who can support her while she's in this process of empathizing with people and working with them and also making sure that they get shit done. Okay. So <laughs> welcome to the show, Brianna. I love that Thank intro. You. Thank um, you. <laughs> I like to be a little swear, you know, that's my love, real personality. It. So I have to let it out. That's exactly. a hell of an intro. <laughs> because the thing about our podcast and we go back and forth off air is like, we started this in like this we had to like dial it back a little bit almost because Stephanie was like, wait, I'm still in this corporate setting. I still need to have like professionalism. <laughs> I and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. But like, <laughs> let's not totally lose ourselves. Like yeah. sometimes we just yeah. let loose a little bit and, little bit. and, and, you know, we got to stay authentic. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what so, I said. It's so needed right now. So that's I think a, that's a good, yeah. that's a good quality. Yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my take on it. Um, but anyway, I don't know if you have a drink. We introduced some drinks. Drink, yeah. Okay, cool. What are you drinking? I have yes. a barefoot spritzer. This Yay. is the summer oh. red. Um, my my favorite is the Moscato. It's like a little peach on the label. Yeah, um, you can. Yeah, they're like the Moscato. They're like barely barely six percent alcohol, but they're so like easy. It's perfect. <laughs> like, more than Kayla's. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I know. Mine's 4.2. Kayla's like four percent. So yeah. we're good. What do you guys have? I have a um, line and Google summer shandy. So Ooh, yes. this is kind of local like to one. this. Yeah. It's local to my area. So okay. I, it's weird to say that, but yes. um, I'm like, all the way, I feel <laughs> like I'm in Canada. Down south. Yeah. Down yeah. south. Um, under Minnesota. 
And then Stephanie's drinking. And I have hard kombucha. Ooh, interesting. I'm really on that train. It's so much better for my stomach. All right. Oh, yes. Beer just like fills me up. This is like- Perfect. I have to try it. I like that. So today we really want to talk about imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because we heard about it on the um, episode with this podcasting group that is a coach and consultant duo. And um, we didn't really touch on it but it was something that was lingering in the back of my head after the episode. And Mm -hmm. Stephanie even had to like, look it up. And she was like, Oh wait, this applies to me. Everybody on our social media, maybe it, you know, comes up in the algorithm or whatever, Mm -hmm. but everybody around our age, which is kind of our demographic is experiencing this thing that is referred to as imposter syndrome. So could you kind of go into what that is real quick? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, lo- I love the, the episode with the coaches and consultants. I was like, oh, yay, Thank more you. coaching. Uh, yes. so yeah, I feel like this is like a continuation of that. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's often called imposter syndrome, but it's actually technically a complex imposter complex because it's not a clinical mm-hmm. diagnosis, not in DSM-5 or a six from what I hear. So it's, it's like not diagnosable by a mental health professional. Right. Um, so it's okay. like, but it's a thing we all know. And right. And there's a lot of different terms that people use, but it's basically high achieving women feeling like they're not good enough and that any success they've had was a fluke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's I really raised my insidious. hand for those of you that can't um, see me. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's really like a lot of areas too so it's really interesting because I've been listening to you guys and I'm I think I'm like 10 years older than you and when I started working with coaches I was like 27 28 and so I'm like oh my god like I was in that headspace and it was all about like work and I wasn't I wasn't productive enough and I wasn't you know oh you know this person said this thing about my work and I just like lost my mind and I was like I have that how did I make that mistake right like um (laughs) and I was like deep in that perfectionism like I have to do it perfect so there'll be no criticism right I have to do it first you know quickly I have to get it done this way um so I really have struggled with that um but what's interesting is that now you had reached out to me about this and, you know, I'm feeling actually in my business. So I've felt it as a mom, as a new mom. Yeah. Uh, I still, still feel like it. he just turned seven. I still like talk to my therapist about this. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And she's like, okay, <laughs> really? Like, stop it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now I'm like, I started a business and I, I, I kind of always wanted to be a business owner, but it kind of happened quickly and differently than I expected. Doesn't mm-hmm. life, right? Um, you know, pandemic happens. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm starting a business now. Um, so it's been really like, oh, okay. Um, and like, I, I thought like, oh, I thought I would have like a product business. And so having a service business where you are selling yourself has been really like the struggle for me (laughs) because I do have to put myself out there and I do have to get vulnerable. Right. But like how much is too much and how do I pull it back? Right. How do I not be super sensitive or how do I build in these things to kind of kind of regroup afterwards you know after I've kind of shared something and oftentimes I get great feedback right like people are looking for that I that's what I was looking for when I look for a coach right so it's it's like a practice of like okay putting your foot in taking your foot back out right it's been a lot of that um in a lot of areas of my life um so yeah yeah, I have a lot of uh, experience with that I love how you said though that you were like going through it and you kind of became what you needed at the time when you were like struggling yeah. the most. I love that. Um, Cause I feel like that's kind of like what, what this is becoming for us. Like yeah, yeah. we're, we're still, I mean, we, we bring on guests almost to like open our minds to different things, but at the same time, we're realizing that like, we really are in a better place than like when we started or before yeah. we even imagined starting. And we're actually like, servicing I guess <laughs> listeners in the way that we would have wanted to hear it like yeah. when we were um yeah starting the pandemic I mean it was a very different era for everyone <laughs> yeah. how did you figure out I really um have a need to service these new moms or new business owners um yeah. how did that start for you yeah so I think so when I was working with coaches like, yeah, like nine, 10 years ago, I was trying to get pregnant and I was like, realized that like everything was not working in my life. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, so what do I want to do then? Like, there's like, this doesn't work. Right. But like, 
I didn't realize that. And so now what do I do? And so it was a lot of introspection, right? Like taking time for myself, taking a lunch break, taking, not working four hours of overtime just to get that comp time, right? Like, you know, which ended up being really helpful when I had my son, but I was miserable. And so like, I started taking a vacation. I started taking a day off when I had a doctor's appointment instead of making it like, I have to go to the doctor's appointment and then get back to work. And, you know, I had to, I had to take care of myself. Um, and that was really a lot like what I was working with, with coaches, right? It was all like really connecting to yourself. And, you know, anytime I started working on myself, all my other relationships got easier, right? Like I was a little more, you know, either firm in a boundary or I was more clear that like, this is a, this is a yes, this is a no for me. Um, and, you know, it sounds really wrapped up and pretty in a bow, but it was probably like a two-year process. Then mm-hmm. I like got pregnant and had a kid and that was like a whole other reinvention. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, but it, when I think about it, like that, what that transition wasn't all that different than what I did two years before that. So it was, it's really been very much kind of woven into my like last few years of like, okay, I'm trying this thing now. Okay. I'm, you know, how do I not over-identify with my work? How do I become separate of the person, right? Like new moms struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Business owners struggle with that, right? Like you mm-hmm. can burn out on stuff you love. You can burn out on a business, even when you're not making money, I've learned like, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah. I think that's really important too, because imposter complex has a lot of burnout qualities, right? We, mm-hmm. you know, I think you guys are really mindful about it when you talk about it, but you talk about, you know, I don't want to burn out, but I want to take care of myself on trying to do this hustle, right? Um, because yeah. we are told that the hustle and the burnout is how you get where you want to go. And then you can take a break. And yeah, not really how it works. I was like, Oh, I gave my job my best years. Like I'll get that time back when I have a kid. Nope. nope. They just wanted more from me. Um, you know, again, you learn this the hard way, but you know, it, you have to take care of yourself. And sometimes that is that I have to take a Tuesday afternoon off. Right. And so mm-hmm. you don't really recognize that, I guess, in the moment, I think until you're like, Oh, like you don't take care of yourself until it's an emergency and then it's an emergency. So right, right. it's a lot of like, and then you're out for longer. Right. Normally. And like, we don't, we don't do like the, the front thinking of that. Right. We try to kind of clean yeah. it up after the fact. And then we realize right. like, Oh, but we're still doing like, that's the pattern, right. That's always what we're doing. And yeah. so, you know, it happens. You gotta be proactive. New, yeah. It happens with new moms. It happens with new business owners. You know, it happens when you're in a shift in your identity in any, in any way, which is whether it's starting a new job, moving to a new place, right. Like regrouping and being like, okay, like this is a new thing I'm going through. And it's really like, you're learning more about yourself through that. Right. Right. Wow. I I'm like learning so much from, (laughs) from like talk, from talking to coaches. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I'm new life calling. (laughs) I'm I'm just learning so much about what coaches do. It's so interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's so crazy because it's like not, you know, and this is still funny because there's not a lot of people, there's not as many coaches on the East coast, right? I, in my coaching certification, everyone's on the West coast or in Canada, there's like two of us from New York and I'm the only one that's like really New Yorker. So it's really been interesting to see, like, as it's making its way East, um, but you know, it used to be like, Oh, I have a life coach. Like I'm so cool. And that's just, it's so not that right. Some people are that. And you know, it's so interesting, like, because me, my high type A, high strongness was like, I don't need that, you know, the <laughs> woo, I need the like, tell me what my job is. But yes, right. now I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I need both, right? Because the, the that I don't want to recognize myself, right? That woo or that universe stuff or the astrology, right? That is like the, <laughs> the piece that's like, oh, that's so interesting, right? Like, that's, yeah, like the, the, that's the magnetism side. of it. Yeah. And so it's like such an interesting kind of thing. And I don't think I was like, oh, I'm going to be a coach. Like very obviously, I think it was very like, oh, of course that I need to be a coach. Like it wasn't, it wasn't very clear to me or I thought it was way far in the distance and it was like, oh, it's here. Here it is. Like you're doing yeah. that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> what was your line of work beforehand? Mm. So I come from food service and hospitality. Um, okay. So that's, that's where a lot of like the helping business owners stuff is because it's yeah. all about like process. And I was like, writing SOPs was like my favorite thing to do in my yeah. um, like food service job. So I would write them. I would help train them. You know, my team would look at them. Um, I worked a lot with department of health in New York city. So there was a lot of like, well, this, okay. is the, this is the, like, you know, all these words that don't make sense to real people. I had to like make it into, okay, this is translator. Their policy is what, this is what our procedures are. Where's the meat in the middle. And then explain that to real people, um, mm-hmm. which I think gotcha. is so interesting, right? Because I think if you don't, 
like it's just it's just not a thing that everyone knows and I didn't realize that I was just like oh everyone knows how to do this um again that imposter complex right like oh this is a fluke I don't know how to do this you know I I learned how to like just study data and figure out like connections and I was like oh this is helpful like I can use this Um, but again just thought that everyone knew how to do it and now I'm like oh no I have to help other people do this because it is it is comes easy but I can help other people then because it does come easy to me yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah and then I was like okay well now I don't want to leave this industry so that that's really where I've kind of struggled the past couple years I went back to retail because I was like really can't do any more you know night shifts and 14 hour shifts on my feet and I have a family and yeah it's not for me anymore um but the the getting out of that you know they always say like get a bridge job when you're gonna start a business and I'm like, okay, well, what is it? Like, don't know what it is. Uh, so yeah, so I was like, oh, I thought retail might be it. And I was like, okay, no, I don't want that. And I, I don't think I knew how introverted I was when I went back to retail. Like I knew I was an introvert, <laughs> but I'm like, oh no, I don't want to talk to those people. I'm not yeah, doing that. Like, yeah. I just get in like a few hours. I can't talk to these people. It probably helped you get like personable though. Cause yeah, being, a, yeah. you know, being a coach, you have to obviously like relate and, to like, people. You, so. Like it was crazy. Cause I could like switch it on. Like it wasn't like, it was fake like it, I don't know it's so hard to explain yeah. no now it's that I'm like aware of sure. it like because I mean the last time I worked at Williams Noah, I think I was like 24 I think we got married when I was 24 and then I left so you know I was like fresh out of college I had all this energy you know and now yeah. I'm like coming back around I was like oh no this is totally <laughs> different now um I'm too old for this shit yeah but it was <laughs> It was just so, I don't know. It's such a weird thing because I like, I could sit there and talk about a product for 24 minutes. Right. But I, it didn't feel like a lot of energy. Right. But like, then I would be like, oh, well maybe this isn't, maybe this is a, this is fine. Right. So I'd go back and forth and, but then I'd be like, no, there's that nagging feeling of like, I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, yeah. well, I want to talk to them in my home. Right. There, That's really the, I don't want to yeah. keep going out <laughs> places to talk to people. I want to talk on my computer. Right. <laughs> Which is For- a thing. Who knew? For yeah. me, for me, I totally get that because I, I've learned very, very recently that <laughs> I don't want to sell products. Like mm. I will talk about them all day. I yes. will look pretty next to them, <laughs> but I, I don't model. I don't want the, uh, sales, um, mm. like the incentives are great when I'm in it. Oh right. yeah. Like I'll push, push. But like when I'm out, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. well, but, and that's like a thing that you need to pay attention to, right? Because yeah. how many times do we just, we notice that and we like keep pushing through because no one's ever told us how to do, how to recognize it and do something with it. Yeah. And and sometimes it isn't immediate, right? But sometimes it's like that happens again and then it happens again and you're like, okay, like maybe I need to look into this. And that that's actually really what a coach is great for, right? Pointing out this thing that you say and you just talk. And then I'm like, well, I hear you saying this, you know, you said this, but this is kind of what I'm thinking it is. And then we kind of, it's, uh-huh. it's all about like the client and, and where they're kind of headed, um, mm-hmm. which I think is not really always as obvious with coaches. It's really all about like, what what is the client looking for? What do they need support with? And they don't always necessarily know in the moment, right? But we can kind of steer things and, see what will be most helpful for them. Mm-hmm. So like it, as far as like um, this imposter complex, I like that you broke that down too. Um, like it's not a, a psychology Syndrome. yeah, diagnosis, but more of like an, um, just like a, not a condition, but just like right, something. Like it, it normalizes it a little bit, right? Because yeah. then it's like, oh, I'm yeah. broken. Something's wrong with me, right? I just have to get over this. Um, yeah. which, you know, then answer the shame of that. Like, it's just, it's just a soup of like, ugh, why do yeah. I feel so bad about myself? And it's like, <laughs> of course I feel bad about myself. Right. It's funny. Cause it I, makes sense. I had this conversation with uh, my boyfriend too. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, you know, I, I have a feeling it's more of a female thing. And then I, I, I explained to him my understanding of it. And he was like, I've never experienced that before. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a lady yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, well, you're so inherently specific, full right? of shame and guilt. Like, you know. <laughs> well, but that's the other thing, right? It's conditioned. Like, you yeah. know, it's like we watch these things play out and I'm like, oh, I totally understand why this is hard, right? Because 
then that brings in that compassion for you and you're not beating yourself up as much about it which if you continue to beat yourself up you're in the cycle again like it's just it's right. all like but everything we in the work world right and in, in life right it's all set up to be that way and then we have conditions that reinforce it and so you know it's it's all about that like unlearning and yeah. yeah oh like what do I actually want not what do I think I want what do what do my parents tell me was the right choice right mm-hmm. you know I thought that working hard was my key to everything and same not right like <laughs> yeah yeah you guys talk about it a lot right like you know there's there's working hard if and I don't have a breakdown like, by Friday it's not a good week yeah <laughs> you'll get there you'll get there <laughs> I know it's yeah, like a, I mean, it does, a quarter like, life crisis. It like takes over, like yeah, it really takes over, like your I don't even know how to call everything, it. Like, like every aspect. Like, and you're your like so process, in it, right? Like everything. you can't even. You're like in a in a loop, and then you can't like you have yeah. to like step out of it, and that's that's yeah. why talking to a coach is so helpful, right? Because when yeah. you're when you're venting to a friend, like that's you know, there's a few things there, right? Like a, they may know your history. B, mm-hmm. they maybe are feeling that themselves, right? But with mm-hmm. a coach, you're, you really are, it's someone probably you don't know. And so you have that kind of neutral party to kind of be like, well, what's that about? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. where, why I'm do you biased, think that's a thing? Right. Um, and it really challenges you to be like, oh, I thought that was just like, I just have believed that that's truth because that's what my, my mind said. And like, when I heard that you could choose how you want to feel or you could choose not to do something, I was like, no way. <laughs> and then I started doing it and I was like, huh. <laughs> like I stopped wow. like being the go-to you know or like I wouldn't be the first to respond to that email for help and I was like huh, it does work like yeah. I was just like my mind was blown like I yeah. was like no this is totally like you just do what you're supposed to do and things like happen and I was like there's no way that's true and it 100% <laughs> is <laughs> like we really do you know have control we don't even realize it half the time yeah so yeah. you kind of like talked about it a little bit but like if somebody's experiencing that, like they're just stuck in the cycle, but they know they want to get out. How, yeah, how do you break it? Yeah. How do you like navigate them through that? You kind of like talked about it a little bit, but yeah. like, and it's also, it's probably different for every person, right? right. Like what one, what works for one might be different for somebody else. Yeah, but what are I mean, some ways that you can so, get out of that? So generally, so there's in the coaching world, there's like the person uh, on imposter complex is um, a coach named Tanya Geisler. And I can, share her info with you guys afterwards put this in your show notes but she is like the person that talks about imposter complex everyone (laughs) refers to her um and she has this talk um I think I heard it like through another coach's program she was like the speaker for that month and she has a um she has a blog post she has all this stuff it's 12 lies the imposter complex tells you and the one truth um I'm not going to spoil it but the 12 (laughs) ways are really like you know, a lot of them are community, right? A lot of them are getting out of your head or doing something different, right? Because if you're always in the same place or the same psyche, right, right you're always going to have that stuff. So it, it's all about, you know, can you, can you switch this thought on its head? And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it is like, what if that was, you know, you feel like, what if that person's judging you? Like, what if they're like inspired by you, right? Like switching oh. it from this to that. You know, okay. and it seems, and again, it sounds really simple, but it's not like in life, not, right? Not when it's you're not in it, yeah. Simple, right? And right. and you know, but it's like it's like once you start kind of questioning that or even considering it a different way, like you kind of open up the floodgates, and then yeah. you start seeing possibility, right? You start seeing like, oh, that person did that thing, and maybe that could be for me, or you know, it's just like you're entertaining a possibility, and that's like the start of a conversation with yourself or yeah oh, this is something to kind of look into um so you kind of like help them figure out what exactly like that that repeating thought is in the back yeah. of their mind and then yeah. how and, to like flip it and you know that's that's really oversimplified right but <laughs> it, it, it is though but it's it's all you know and that's really what coaching is coaching is like for me all about the questions right because mm-hmm you know, you can ask someone something and they've just like, I remember being like, I cannot believe that that's a thing that exists in the world. Right. Because in my mind, that has always been true that this equals this. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, what? Like, it's like when you start learning about other cultures, right. You start learning about like, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember going, (laughs) I remember being in this like crazy, like work situation and being like, I got to take a vacation. And we went down to new Orleans and I was like, this is like, so what I needed, like there, it's just like a different way of life, like hi y'all. And yeah, you know, like just, it was just so different, right? They were like, oh, check yeah. out this like, you know, swamp over here. And I was like, cool. Like, 
It's different. Yeah, like, let me see. Yeah, we're from that. That's we're, why we're, we're swamp that's people. That's why I went. That's why we're I went Shrek. to New York. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, why I went go, to Minnesota. You know, this weird beach land. You always place. want what you can't have, right? Yeah. So you have to like flip it. Yeah. But, no, but I think it was like so, like it was very symbolic for me because in that yeah. time of my life, because it was like, oh, like I just assumed that everyone was in the hustle and bustle of New York City, like because that was my reality, right? And yeah, you know, I just was like, yeah, you just work in the city, like that's just what you do. Yeah. And you know, and all my friends out here were like, that's not really what we do. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> all teachers. That's a very specific person that can yeah. do that. <laughs> yes. And it makes so much sense to me when people are like, Yeah, I moved to the West Coast after that because I was done with it. Right. Like it and and yeah. I see, you know, I know so many people who are still there who are just like, no. <laughs> or yeah. like COVID, right? COVID brought out all this stuff. It was like uh, none of this is working anymore. Yeah. Like, let's re- retool this. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we can always do that, right? We, the imposter complex will tell us, like, we're too old. We can't do this. We can't do that. Right. And it's like, no, there are always examples of people, you know, changing their lives, right? You can decide today that things are different. And no, it won't always be an easy uphill, you know, downhill battle, but it, it will be something that's like, oh, like once you start that questioning and kind of getting in there, it's like, there's so much possibility from that. Yeah, And then you kind of have those people, whether they're good friends or, you know, mentors or older people, right. Who can be like, Oh, maybe you're in this place. Like I've been there before. And the thing with coaches that we're not going to give advice, which I think right. a lot of people think we do, um, yeah. you know, there, there are definitely ways to tie in like, well, this is how this worked for me, but it's never like, I think you should try this. Like, you know, if right. I'm going to ask you to try something, it's like, I have an idea that maybe you could try this. What do you think about it? I'm never going to be like, just do this and see what happens, you know, or this will, this will solve your problem. Right. Like, and anyone who tells you that is not really a coach, sorry, but that's not a, you know, that's not necessarily what a coach is. And so there's, there's that line of coach consultant, right. Which is where I kind of have to be careful when I'm um, working with business owners, because I can coach, like, I can tell what's underneath the, like, it's a lot of fear, right. It's a lot of the overwhelm keeps you stuck. So you don't do the real work, which I only yeah. know because I'm the one that does that. Right. I had the pretty Asana board. I had the fifth iteration of my website and I'm like, where are the clients? Right. Because that's where I'm spending my energy. Right. And I needed the coach to be like, Hey, but when you're kind of telling someone how to do something, it's a little bit different. So it's definitely keeps me in check to be like, okay, this is, I have to put this hat on. I have to put this hat on. Um, yeah. But it, the big thing about coaching is that it's all about the client and should be checking in with the client, making sure it's not like just giving advice. It's not just telling them something. It's, it's really like a two-way conversation that kind of helps them. And so much of the work is in between, right? Those I do, um, if I do like a coaching, like two to three month thing, I usually do every other week of sessions or every two weeks, uh, every three mm-hmm. weeks, because you really need that time in between that we talk about this, this imposter complex say, and we say, okay, what's one thing you can try or what's one area that you're noticing this in? Like, how can we test this out? And then you test it out in your real life because that's where the work is actually. And that's actually harder. You know, we can sit and we can read that book until the cows come home and then we don't do the exercise in the book. And we're like, why didn't I learn anything? Right. It's all about the actual doing. Right. So we take that into our real life because there's always something that we can get from either the, the book or the coaching session. Right. And then we kind of apply it in real life and we're like, oh, I thought it was going to go this way or, oh, I actually wasn't prepared to do this. What would I do differently this time? Right. Yeah. Um, So that's really where like everyone likes to think it's happening on the coaching session. Yes, sometimes. But a lot of times it's when you bring this kind of thing you're learning into your real life and apply it. That's Mm -hmm. where like the actual growth is happening, which is all about. That's why coaching is all about like celebrating and you did that thing. You didn't even think you could do it. Um, Right. It's like it comes full circle. So when you started your coaching business, how did you like gain your client following? Like, was it word of mouth? Did you? Yeah. So, well, we actually, for certification, we need to coach each other. So we needed six. Well, we did coach that. We had 60, 60 hours we had to get. Um, So we typically would do either half hour sessions or hour sessions. And I think most of them had to be paid. So we learned how to like invoice, but yeah, it was a lot of like, everybody would just help each other out. I, I had a few friends that I was like, Hey, you know, I have to do a few free sessions if you're interested, you know, a lot of people job searching. Um, this is even before the pandemic kind of really yeah. was up and running. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of word of mouth. Um, I've been doing a lot of like networking events now that I'm kind of like trying to own the business coach thing. Um, yeah. I'm trying to kind of pivot that because that kind of came from meeting a lot of business owners and 
I would say most of them are product based um, and some of them are food service product based. So I kind of feel like that's a thing I'm pretty okay with. Right. Um, that's your niche. Yeah. Um, while also being like, I don't know if I really want to, I said I wanted to get out of food service, but you know, if it, if it's all about a small women owned business, I'm down. Um, I've decided that that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. you know, no men, sorry, no corporate, sorry. Um, yeah. I decided that's the line. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, been really interesting to see like okay where am I kind of getting like like who's who's kind of picking up on this right so there's a lot of like support from like the coaching community a lot of friends I've made but it's like they may like like myself on Instagram but they're not my ideal client necessarily and so that's really yeah. been for me like okay the more you know that's pretty typical marketing advice like get clear on your ideal client uh, but mm. I feel like I've been doing that since May of 2020 with our with our like marketing month um, so, you know, it's, it seems like a really simple thing, but it's like the more narrow I'm getting down, I'm like, okay, now I have to find out like, where does that client hang out? Like they, these ones hang out on LinkedIn, these ones hang out on yeah. Instagram, like where do, where do I need to be? Right. Um, yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. We had no idea, like really like what the, like what like a coach a does. Coach does <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have to say, like when I, so when I found like coaches, this is, you know, back in those of my crazy working years and, you know, they, they totally got me because they knew what I wanted. They're like, Oh, you know, 10 ways to be more productive. And I was like, yes, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, okay. It was the Lord, so are so. you taking care of yourself? Like, Oh, you're yeah. not productive because you're really stressed out. Aren't you? And I was like, really? Like, they totally <laughs> called me out. Right. But because what we think we want sometimes is not what we want. And so right. it was really all about like, like, I, yeah, I remember that, like, for, it was like a three week thing. And I remember that first session being like, so mad. I was like, I can't believe that this is what this is going to be. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, we wanted them rate, to say, like, how do I, how do I work myself yeah. to the bone? But they're like, you need to pause. They're like, <laughs> have you been um, not going to the bathroom? Cause you have so much work to do. And I'm like, are you like in my office? Like get out. <laughs> but that's like what it is. Right. And the more you like diminish that, like, you diminish yourself, right? The, that happens with right. everything, right? The more you're doing that, the more you're sending that like energy of like, I'm not taking care of myself. I am not valuing myself, right? And that's yeah. really where- It's okay to like pack on the work in. on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that's taken advantage of too. So we don't want that either. We don't want to do right. it to ourselves and then like have other people realize that, which is where yeah. I lived for a while. Um, oh yeah, she'll take care of that. No problem. Sure, she'll take on right. that other job. No problem. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's boundaries. Sometimes like you're, you go to somebody, you know, as like, I, I need your support, but I don't necessarily want your advice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want like a shoulder <laughs> to cry on basically. What, what is, what is something that, I mean, not that you're telling them what to do, cause that's not what you do, but um, what is like, suggestion? <laughs> Yeah. What is like a suggestion towards like somebody who is the support system for them, like the significant other or, or like the family member or the best friend or something like that. Somebody who is um like that shoulder to lean on, but, but like what's something that they could do to like support and not kind of like overstep what the person's looking for when they need help. Yeah. I mean, and so a lot of this comes down to communication. Um, and I just would be blown away that like, you could just like start a conversation some way and you could like impact how it happens. Again, one of those things that like blew my mind. Right. And I, I recognize this like in a professional setting, right. Like mm -hmm. in training and I was in, you know, I was in all of this like food safety stuff. Like I, I realized like, okay, I have to preface this a certain way and people will understand it. Um, but we can do that in our, in our relationships and, and our comp, you know, our communication is better. Our relationships are better. So, you know, it, it could just be as easy as saying like, Hey, you know, I'm feeling this way about something. Um, I'd love to just talk about it for for a second. And I don't really want to try to figure out an answer or I'm not looking for a solution. I just really need to vent. Um, mm -hmm. but being clear about what you're asking for, because, you know, especially like a lot of men are like putting that fix it hat on. Right. And, sometimes we don't realize we just want to be like this sucked today and I just want to like vent about it and it's gonna be fine right yeah um and then there's also you know there's a lot of like there's like a meme on Instagram I think uh it's all about like uh if you like if someone starts like kind of venting or just comes home and it's like angry right um you can kind of say like hey do you just want to 
let this out or are we trying to find a solution like what are we what are we looking for here um just because then it's like i know what i'm kind of supposed how i'm supporting you you know maybe Mm -hmm. you just need to yell and like then we'll have a drink and it'll be good right like we'll have a nice warm dinner and we'll feel good um but if we don't know this right we we just really like believe that the other person can read our minds and yeah not not a thing um that's a problem yeah um yeah it's a it's a thing in our house my husband's always like what are you thinking I'm like "Mm, I don't think you want to know he's like no I'm so confused and I'm like no I promise you you don't want to I think that's like a man to woman (laughs) type in our minds I'm like how do you not know what I'm trying to say like they (laughs) want to help they really do and they just they don't realize like how it's just like the thought process is so different thought process is so different than theirs that I think that they would just be like what are you saying yeah they're um, like yeah. Yeah, so I like it, the fix it hat like they want to do it like, but they need yeah. somebody to like give them the direction right? like, and it's like I the feel translated. like can read between the lines yeah. it's like- <laughs> and you know it's so it's just so interesting to me that like we can just like ask for that like the whole like ask for what you need thing is crazy to me like first of all I have to figure out what the thing is to ask for but like yeah I can just ask for it like what <laughs> Um, yeah that's a thing like what yeah so it's it's a lot of like you know and sometimes that requires like some kind of prep on your end (laughs) like if you know you need like sometimes it takes a little while to realize like oh I'm having a really hard time here or I could use some support right sometimes we don't realize till we're like having the meltdown you know that (laughs) that it's a problem yeah Um, not that I know anything about that (laughs) not the crying on the subway (laughs) no idea about that (laughs) um like oh this thing is totally stressing me out didn't realize but again I worked through it right I overworked myself so I wouldn't feel that so you know it all comes back um but yeah it's all about like if you can you know know what you're looking for then you can ask for what you're looking for but if you're you know if you're in that place of like not even being able to access that like that's where the introspection is helpful that's where the you know probing questions of a coach might help because you know we don't even know what we're looking for half the time and I think we also feel this like if I say this thing like the whole bubble bursts right like everything is going to come out and I'm never going to stop crying right that is often the fear or that's what I felt often like I can't say this thing because then all this happens right all this stuff comes out and it's like yes but can we just look at it as one conversation or one thing you know one person I'm talking to um I don't have to have all the other stuff figured out right I just have to be you know kind of aware of what's going on be present in that moment with that person Mm -hmm. which is again easier said than still to this day (laughs) (laughs) it's a learning curve Before we plug your business and you and social media, blah, 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 we have to know, we've been asking our guests and it's been really fun for us to hear, um, what is your, you're going to love this, what is your favorite food in your area, which I imagine is Long Island, right? Yes. Um, Okay, so perfect. We love that. Name one favorite restaurant you have in your area. And also um, one that you've found in your travels, because you said you've loved traveling and getting yeah. a new perspective on things that way. All right. I got to narrow it down. Um, so there's this, uh, if, I don't know if you guys know Port Jeff, so it's on the North Shore. It's where the ferry leaves out of um, to go up to Connecticut. Um, and it's this like Ooh. hole in the wall place. It's, it's got like outdoor seating, but it's like really like, yeah, the plastic yes yeah, right on the wall so it's called the steam room um and i always joke like if we don't go there like memorial day weekend or after like the summer hasn't started right um and even after right. we moved like we're like half an hour away now i'm like i still feel like i need to go there like and i don't yeah. like i sometimes get fish but i usually get like chicken fingers i'm not like a lobster person but right. like you got to sit on there you got to have like your little plastic little you know red little plastic dinner thing and you have your little fresh soda and then i'm like okay summer's here um so not particularly good food but just it's like really a, like it's, an it's outdoor it's yeah vibe. it's like a summer yeah. outdoor thing like a Not it's almost like a like a diner um type of like American food on the water type of place yeah and it's all, I mean it's like a that. lot of other people will get like lobster or clams and you know yeah. get the bisque but 
I'm just like a chicken nuggets in the basket kind of girl. Um, oh, always. But it's so Heck like, yeah. it's just like Classic. that outside, like it's kind of a little bit that like salty air and it's like yeah. usually sunset. It's just the perfect time of day to be there. Oh, nice. So that's, a, that would say that's local. Um, Who wants to fund our trip? We need yeah. to take a trip back. <laughs> no driving this time. No, no driving. driving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stephanie and I will get into No, we're going to, I want to do that drive, but I want to do it out West. This yeah. Time. You got to do a PCH there. <laughs> a, oh yeah okay i was like we drove out west to the city after yeah that's different no west, long, like west coast after <laughs> a long night in long island yeah. oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for another podcast yeah. <laughs> all right what um, was the second one where i've gone so, oh god there's so many <laughs> yeah like anywhere any travel <laughs> just like a really memorable like hmm. city and a restaurant you found there so i think i'm gonna go in new orleans um nice ties it back together yeah right. small world um so i i think the the best restaurant we went to there was uh, nola by emerald Ooh, uh, okay. actually no i'm sorry it, it's still new orleans but it's the the beignet shop i mean that's like iconic okay, okay. and it yeah, was like just like covered in powdered sugar you just like yes. can't wear black when you go and then we got on like the little trolley and we were just like this is so cute and you can just like carry drinks around like they don't even believe like you just yeah. don't need to like put a like you have to you can drink and like it's crazy yeah entertainment drink district. on this like little trolley it's crazy i think what you're saying is Stephanie and I need another trip to you New Orleans trip. together. <laughs> Gotta get down there. We have seven trips planned. Right yeah. Now. Anywhere Stephanie can get hotel deals there and we go. New Orleans. Yeah. There's a lot of New Orleans. You gotta yeah. do it. Let's go. <laughs> and we have you guys get a credit card, a rewards credit card. Yeah. I have one. There, there we go. There we go. Let me tell you Marriott card. Travel. I'm like, where are we going? Where are we? St- we have a we have a Marriott there. I, We're going. I did a whole podcast go. episode about getting this travel credit card because that's how I spent all my stuff. Perfect. These I are like that. the pushing thirties thing that we looked at now. Yeah, we're like, how can we get this cheaper? Yes, <laughs> well, any way to do it. Thank you so much for sharing Thanks all that insight me. on imposter complex. Ooh. I gotta remember Studying. change yeah. that. <laughs> we're changing it. Change that in my mind, uh, and giving some insight into how you really break down the process of helping mm. people just like find the answers they need in order to like take action on whatever they're having issues with. Like that is just something that we're all going through. And like, I just, I just keep saying that, like I've been seeing it everywhere and just, I needed to talk about it. Like I needed to just like (laughs) kind of explore more. What is it that people are like, why why are we all is it like the full moon or no i'm getting it <laughs> a lot of that that comes back around yeah but yeah i mean so much of that too is you know that whole like you have the answer yourself like that cliche but like yeah you know so much of that is from how you are doing things how you process things right and right pro- it's people like, process things different ways it's like forcing you to like think about what you're feeling and people try to avoid that especially you know when we're when we're yeah trying to overwork ourselves we think that'll just solve everything um but we're learning about that we're learning we're learning um but well thank you so much and um how can people find you on social media and um like your you know website and things yeah so i'm mostly hanging out on instagram um and my what's my username brianna king coaching i believe is my Instagram. Um, and then my website is just brianna-king.com and two ends in Brianna. So we'll, we'll spell that, that out. There we go. We will spell uh, that out for you. Yeah. 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 And then, um, on my website, I just, I have to put the link in, but I just added, um, a resilience playlist that I've been working on on Spotify. How cute. So I think maybe people will be interested in that. Um, yes. yeah, it's pretty yes. much the past nine years that have been a little crazy and all the songs most of the breakup songs are about leaving my job so just my husband so my husband knows that um I had a lot of work breakups a lot of work breaks up which we should know uh, but yeah that. a lot of a lot of uh you know a lot of like in very like singer songwriter you know summer yeah, just like angry songs but it. yeah I wanted to just share that so I'll have a link on my homepage for and if people <laughs> if people resonate with you they can even like look up you know your coaching yeah so and I do offer um a free 30 minute call um which is typically how I start any coaching relationship because it really yeah it gives you an idea of kind of what coaching is like um we can even Mm -hmm. solve a short kind of problem on the call um but then you know we see if if we're a good fit together because I might be the kind of coach that's not really for you um there's no obligation you know you're not required to book something after that so it's just a completely free call 
um, which is a great way to kind of start the process. And then you can sign up for my once in a while newsletter. It's coming up to once a month is where I'm at right now. So should we, we a, by next week, we'll hey, be sending that. We have a couple of newsletter no people. Joke. Oh my God. If you need help like a though. a full-time job. Yeah. I know yeah. where to go now. If you need help, that's Kayla. Hello. I'm doing. We need to have a partnership here. Yeah. The, the thing is, I need I need Stephanie to source out the clients because I'm like the content person, yeah. really. And like I I'm like, I'm the one that would spend what too did much you say today? On... I'm the muse and you're the person that like is behind the yeah, news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I I know all the technical stuff and I just yeah. need to. I'm like her consultant. I'm like, just do there this. You go. Like, I know this, this is what this is what you want to do. And she'll be like, she'll be like, add this calendar to here. I'm like, how do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. What are <laughs> I'm not like, the person just do it. to do like, all that just... behind the scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh my god, you're the face. You're the muse. You're the. Yes, she's my muse. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we will put your um contact info in the show notes in case people are um. Um, excited to look you up and I need to see about this Spotify playlist this is that's kind of like a thing we talked about last week because we had a, a singer songwriter on the show and um, we we talked a little bit about like playlists and how just powerful they are I mean yeah. like yeah. for everybody like for people in the music industry and for people yeah. that are just like trying to connect with uh, like-minded people um, so yeah. I'm sure cool. we'll we'll have people interested in that but Thank you so much. And uh, we will catch you all on the next episode of Are We Having Fun? And we're going to keep this train rolling with the guests because are you having fun? (laughs) I'm having so much fun with my little uh, second spritzer I'm on, okay? This is 10%. (laughs) I keep getting on my nose. That's why I keep my Maybe that means you're getting a little drunk. That's that's the point of it. There you go. I was like, I have to have a drink for tonight. Yes. I was, and there's no Happy limes hour. in my house. I was like, I gotta have my rum and coke, and there's no limes. And I'm like, wow. Oh, I, just like, I can't fine. do it. That's a classic. I can't do it. I was like, I have to reschedule the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that the rule is you have to have a drink. Yes. That's so that's funny. That's the one rule. That's the only rule that we have. There you go. Did you right. see the, did you see the, um, since you're on Instagram, did you see the thing where it was, uh, it's like a trend and people are mixing balsamic vinegar and like soda water or Sprite. They're mixing that and they're saying it tastes like Coke or something. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't you, sound that far off. Balsamic <laughs> is basically like a syrup. Would you try that? Would I would you, try it. Sure. Would you do it right I now? Have you ever tried balsamic syrup on like an olive oil ice cream? Cause that's baller. I've never had olive oil ice Wait, cream. Wait, well, olive oil ice yeah, cream? Yeah, olive oil gelato. Learn this from William Sonoma. I taught a cooking what? class and it was like all about, I think it was like olive oil was a theme and we made like an olive oil gelato and then they did like a- um, I'm so intrigued. I need to Like strawberries it. and oh my God, like the creaminess and then like the salty and the sweet was so good. Oh my I'll have to God. Our faces. Yeah. I know. We need to take <laughs> like a cooking class. That's yeah. so artsy. Screenshot that. Screenshot <laughs> Thank you so much for um uh for yeah. being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> We're all drunk now. <laughs>